So, um, I think I have to, because we've had such a long, a long, a long break, yeah. I have to explain, remind you a little bit about the story of the, um, that, we're, that we're dealing with, because it's all, it's all one normally. Just, just to remind you uh, about this, about Gideon. It started off the same normal procedure. Clearly, saw had been saved by Devaya, and everybody was good in the time of Devaya, this git, and then uh, she died, and uh, they got, they gone, <laughs> they went back to it. They went back to it. <laughs> it's been business as usual. This is only this time, and each time, of course, because Devaya had mucked up and smashed up the. The, the Canaanim, and so they couldn't come up and cause the sorrows again. It had to be somebody new. So instead, it was the Midjonim. We'll hear a little bit more about the Midjonim later, who they were a little bit later on. But certainly they came from the east. They came with Gamalim, we were told. They came with camels. And they were sort of people who would come along, and they would just sort of go onto the land, eat anything that was there, and then go away, and, and having despoiled it. They didn't want to try to plough and take over the land and look after the land. They weren't even just taking a percentage. They just, and they would come at an early stage when the crops are just growing, and they would, which is a silly time to, they take whatever they want and, and off, and off they would go, and they came with, with this enormous number of, of them. And things were described as being particularly bad. And then we had this, this man Gideon, and the Malach came along, and we, we had this problem about is it Richter or Richter Kamalach? Is it maybe in the Malach who refers to, uh, Novi? And if so, it would be, it would be, uh, Pinchas, because often, uh, sometimes the word Malach just means someone sent. It could be, therefore, someone like, uh, Pinchas. And wherever he was, but he didn't speak to anybody. Somebody has first to show some greatness in themselves to deserve some sort of Yeshua. In the same way, Kali Sword only when Kali Sword davened to Akolish Baruch Hu by Yitzchok, who I had Tal Shavos and Akim in Avoda. Then Akolish Baruch Hu spoke to the Moshe Rabbeinu. But the first thing that happened here was a mice of Chesed of Gideon with his father. He knew his father was old and would be able to run away from the Goyim. And he said to him, to his father, you know, let me do all the threshing and doing all the work with the animals. We don't, I don't want you around because if they go and find us, they'll, they'll kill you. And uh, me, I stand more of a chance. So he did chesed to his father. And then the Malach comes along to him, whoever this is, Malach, human being, or, 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 or Novi, and says to him, you are the great man, you're, you're, you're Gibber Chayel. And he said, Wooster's lost our gibber chayel. Look, look at this guy. So here we have it. Last night was Pesach. So it was Pesach. And we talked about the gula from Mitzrayim. And, and uh, look, look at this source we've got here. Are we worse than them? Or and he said, Oh, that's very good. Complaining, complaining about the, uh, uh, on behalf of Kali Sol. That's very good. That's what a, nov- that's what a, a chauffeur is supposed to do. Excellent. You are the man. You're going to do it. But he wasn't, it seems, convinced. Before, and he asks, and he offers the man this malach or person uh, some sort of korban to see what he would do with it, and the, what he did, the, what the, the novi or the, whoever this malach was, put it on a stone and just zapped it, and it went up, caught fire, and he himself disappeared in the fire. Right, that was the master then. Then that night, actually spoke to him and told him that he had to now show him his nefesh. So again, we saw this also in the, in the Shiva's Devoa. We saw that Kalisola required to show a, a, a Messias Nefesh if they're going to get Hatzlocha. Messias Nefesh was that he had to um, take the, the, the uh, Veda Zohar, which they had, because apparently there was a Kukia Veda Zohar there, and he had to destroy the Veda Zohar and burn it together with the Asherah and the Korban that they'd got ready for the I think that's a miser there about how he should offer up a Corbin. He destroyed the, the um, Mizbeach, which they'd made for Vedazar, and instead he should take the, the Corbin, which they'd intended to be for Vedazar, he should take that and offer it up to Hashem. I mean, that was a miser there. And, he, and he, was, he was scared that he was going to be killed, if he had to do it secretly, did it by night, and took ten people, but who he could find. But the miser says the next morning they did indeed want to kill him, but his father sort of saved him by saying, let, let, if Baal is the great God, let Baal take revenge. Why do we have to take revenge? Let him to sort it out. So for that, one of the reasons called Yeru Baal, let Baal take revenge on him, or he is the person who fights against, against, against Baal. But, and then we had another case. He still was not sure. 
was going on he asked later for another test in relation to the, the fleece of wool that it should be dry and the land should be wet and the, and the other way around and, of course, and then he collected together people from a number of Shvotim um, two we were not surprised about Naftali and Zvulun because they had helped Devoe as well and also he brought his own Shevet Menashe from the and um, and apparently sent out messages and apparently they all came I mean this shows the peculiarity of Clyde Soil we, we're yidden a bit funny aren't we one motor also we have made as well and then there's, there's a right come to me and who's he I mean Gidden I mean you know who's he and somehow they all they, they come and it was sufficiently the numbers were really quite impressive because we're told that how many were told there because he then told him you've got too many so he sent away a, a certain number, but there was that remained it as impossible. Gimel or chapter Zion, there it said twenty-two thousand went away and ten thousand remained. So you can manage to collect thirty-two thousand people on this with this sort of announcement: come and fight the going, and the going were phenomenally strong. So it would be a peculiar thing to do. And nevertheless, Hashem said to him, "No, too many. I want a smaller number." And they found only 300, and the way they did was getting people to go by the water and seeing how they would take water out. And we were a bit concerned about this. What does it actually show? What's wrong with with kneeling nowadays? Is it like a wrong there to do it? One way or another, they were tested by taking water into the licking or taking it into their palm rather than rather than bring it up to. Them. And then he said to these 300, "Right, we are only 300. We're going to attack this great big army, which looks." like a madness later on we're going to be given the numbers and you'll see just how mad it is and, this, and what, but what they did is they attacked in three different directions that's always a good idea and he attacked by night you see that from Avon Movina he attacked against and divided up and attacked at night and they came along with their, with their, with their jug and shofar and they blew their shofar and he smashed the jug and that revealed the light and somehow the goyim got into a panic because yeah, Barker made them into a panic you can understand it to an extent that if people are woken up in the night they get a bit confused and they, they see f- these flames and they think they're more coming as well and they hear the noise and whatever but also there's no doubt an Ica thing was the Siyasa Dishmaya of making them making them scared and then he said to the people of that it seems as if the 32,000 that he had sent away weren't meant to be sent away totally they were just to be held back in reserves well these 300 were actually attacking so therefore we said that um, um, we're this would be Posit Kaf Dalad or chapter Zion so that's not one I want. Sorry, I put it was before. Kav So these thirty-two thousand were being held in reserve for when the goyim would be flee. They were told, in other words, when the goyim run away, you're going to try to catch them. But they, nevertheless, the goyim were now going managed to get through, or some got through, and were going towards the. Yarden, because they, were on, they, they originated on the east bank, they crossed over the Yarden to, to, to attack Kalisol. They now wanted to go back, so he now tells the Bnei Ephraim in Posakav Dalad, you catch them and try to yourself go first at the Marbois and hold the Marbois, and therefore when they come to you, you'll be able to kill them. And he duly caught in Posakav Hay two of the Sorim called Oirev and Zaev and they killed them and then we were told about the Chochmah of Gideon because in chapter Ches the people of Ephraim complained and said why didn't you bring us into this war you got uh, Menashe you got um, Naphtali and, and Zulun you also got Osher as well but why didn't you call for us we were Ephraim always joining Menashe and he spoke to them gently he said what do you mean you caught uh, you caught these two these two leaders are you Ravens Aave and therefore you've done the big job and therefore forget you're the great people you know he, he placated them yeah? don't always have to have a fight I think was that as far as we as we got does that sound as familiar well alright let's assume that 
Posa Gimel then of chapter Ches. Beyedchem, as I said, he then went to the Yarden, over who Shosh Meus Hoisha Shevite, and passed over himself with the 300. Ayefim, the Rafim, they were now tired out because they'd fought a battle, they'd killed people, they were, you know, and then you, you use all the energy in the battle, and now they've been running, uh, they're still running, they're still running, and they're tired yeah. out. And nevertheless, they're chasing after the remnants who had got away. So now he has a conversation with two of the Jewish towns on the east bank who don't treat him very well. He tells the people of Sukkot. Presumably it's the same Sukkot that Yaakov Avinu went to. Please give food. Yeah, give some bread to the people who were, who were with me. They're tired out. Now, we, we weren't just like we weren't told before <laughs> the names of the leaders, the other two leaders, not, we haven't been told about them either, but now we know that the name of these, these leaders is Zevach and Salmuna. And it says, he explains two good reasons why they should give him food. First of all, we are tired out. We are, we're, we're, we're exhausted. So do chesed. And vata, we're actually chasing after the goyim to kill them. Now, he said, who did he speak to? Anche sukkas, it says in Potsagay. But the answer comes from sore sukkas. They said the leader. And it's expressed as vayoymer, singular. So, in which case, they sent forward only one person as a spokesman. Well, yes. I fully agree. Um, you, you've got here a peculiarity that Vayoma is singular and sorry, Sukkot is plural. So, you either say that the word Vayoma is loved up and each one of them spoke, but it could be the way I said to you, which is one man spoke on behalf of all of them. They brought forward a representative. Apparently there may be another gear somewhere we um Hakaf Zevach the Tam um the have you got their hand in your in yours? It was when you control somebody you've got their hand in yours. Like a ticket child, you know, you, you hold them by the hand, yeah? He said, Have you got Zevach and Samuna in your hand? That is their hand in meaning in your into your hand. We should give your army food. You know, what do you say? You're chasing after the great Zevach and Samuna. You haven't got them yet. You had them, fine. You're just chasing after them. We're not going to give you anything. Now, this isn't very nice. First of all, because they are fighting on behalf of Clarkie Soil. And then they're exhausted. It may be that they're scared themselves. Bearing in mind, we said that Midian came from far east. Somewhere between the, in the, in the Midbar Hagodl, which is between the end of the country, what is now the country of Jordan, and the river, uh, the river Euphrates. So you've got a great big desert there, and it means these being people, nomads or whatever, would have gone through in that desert area. And in which case, they're afraid, they're, they're nearer, as it were, to Midian than the Yidden on the West Bank. They would have been the first to be attacked. So it could be that they didn't want to be ever accused of helping the enemy by, uh, by Midian, sorry. The Freitas is uh, Egypt. Sorry. The Freitas. No. Not Egypt. E- Midian. Midian. The country which had attacked was called. It's called Midian. We're going to see in a moment to how it relates to Ishmael. But they, they, they are Midianim. I know that Midian is a problem because, well, it is a problem <laughs> because because we uh, the very fact that Yisrael was a Kay and Midian. If it's the same, I mentioned this before. It's the same country. He he was somewhere around Har Sinai. But if you take on that they were Bedouin sort of people with camels traveling from one place to another, generally in the desert areas, uncultivated areas, which is scrubland or whatever, then it could well be the same sort of same nation. And now they were the ones coming from over there. After all, then also there was the nation Midjan who Moshe Rabbeinu killed, which we mentioned I think last time. But he must have mentioned only the local ones, the local Midjanim, unless there's a different people. And many people may have the same name. I mean, it's, as an alternative. So he said, we, we're not going to give. Vayoyme gidon lochein, therefore, b'seis Hashem ezevitz of Salmuna b'yodi, when God has given to me zevach and Salmuna, 
Dashtri is Basarchem. I will beat your flesh. Dishtri is what you do with, with, with corn. You know, you have the wheat inside the, um, inside its kernel or whatever. You have to hit it to separate it. And then later on you sieve it to separate, you know, to separate, just get the wheat from the chaff. But uh, as he says, I'm going to smash you. I mean, it's, it's not a, it's not a gentle expression. It's a real flogging. The dashti is besachem, es kutze ha midbar, with the, uh, with the thorns of the, of the, of the midbar. There's a balconim, and these balconim, I don't know what balconim is. Briars. What is a briar? <laughs> I think it's a thorn tree. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds to me a little bit like the, uh, kutze. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously, it's something of that type, but, uh, something which grows, which grows in the desert, as he said, Kotsi Amiba. I mean, do you remember, so I say, no, desert does not necessarily mean total Sahara desert. It, it might be, if they were there, there must have been some things growing every now and then. Vayal Misham Penuel, and then he goes to Penuel. You remember again, uh, Penuel's where Yaakov <coughs> crossed over the, the river. Because he sold them the Zelbakamasa, they gave him the same answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. When we, you know, you, you talk about your chasing out the Vala, on Cain's Athnishkaton, which really wasn't fair, was it? When he had a, had a successful and he spoke also to the people of Penuel, saying, now that suggests to me that what's the next line is an addition. He must have first of all said, I'm going to smash up your smash you up but in addition he says that is they had obviously a great big fortress and that may explain uh, and, and therefore they were fairly fairly confident against the against these uh, Midjanim let me explain in order to do a siege of a place you've got to actually be prepared to spend a long time surrounding it and, and attack it so sieging it and we, we, they, they weren't doing this these were just coming along with their camels in large numbers and eating and fressing and destroying and then going away they're not going to take part in a siege so the people of Penuel had a Migdol and therefore whenever they found the remember we, we had this idea before that um, one man would be on the, on the mountain whenever they saw the Midjani coming they would, he, would, he, would, he would have a light put up some sort of um, brand or something which would show everybody oi 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 hide hide well the people of Penuel wouldn't have hidden into caves they would have hidden into this um, this Migdol and there they'd be safe so therefore that means they had less of an excuse than, than, than the people which we mentioned before, of Sukkot. Because the people of Sukkot at least were afraid about them. I mean, Johnny would take revenge on them. People of Penua were basically okay. They'd just go into their, into their tower. That's one suggestion as why he's going to be, what he's going to do is to smash up their tower so they would no longer be so confident in their situation. Right, so let's just consider, see if there's any Rashi. Any Rashi? He went over with his 300 men, crossed over the Yarde to get to the east side. Who had gone over first. I understand that, meaning the escape. They'd escaped. They'd, have, they'd have gone over first. And, um, and although we told the people of Ephraim to, uh, to put up a, um, barricades and to stop them crossing, presumably these people had got over, got over first. And they were then generally destroying everything on the east. I don't know whether it means they were now doing it, they're probably running away, but they previously had been the people who did it. So he passed over, he wants to take revenge on these people, these, these, on, on them as well. Wasn't the Yarden former times much bigger than today? Yes. Yeah. Certainly, nowadays it's been diverted all yeah. over the way, and, and dams built and whatever. So it's a tiny little garnished, yeah. garnished water. Mind you, it's not even even Niagara. When you ever think you go to Niagara and you think yeah. you see the Great Niagara Falls, Actually. three quarters of the water is not going over. It's going. In, it's, it's being directed to through to, to achieve uh, electricity. So uh, mm. it's going to some other part. Yeah. So whatever it is. And the rush is not particularly clear here. As, as, at what time were they destroying? Was it previously, and that's why he's taking revenge, or was it they were now doing it now? I would assume it was previously. 
the Anshay Sukkot says Rashi Yisraelim. I mean, these were Yidden. You're making a whole big fuss. I'm gonna destroy them. You've got them, have you? Disappointment. You said Shalom, Miyad, Midian. You've saved us. Who says? And by calling Rashi, June duly informs us what it is, but that doesn't. If it's beer, I don't know what the. Yeah, right. And now we're told what had happened to them. They were in a place called Kalka. There's no doubt it's a place. Rashi says, I think, Mokum. Between Mokum. It's in fact a town and it exists and it's way into the, into the desert. It's, on your, your, it's near to the river Pras. So in other words, they'd really gone a long way away from Kalisor. As far as they were concerned, they'd escaped this terrible Giza Gidon who had attacked them and they'd gone away and they were now happily in Kalka. Umachaneim imom, and they had their soldiers, presumably they had animals. Kachameshis also elef, fifteen thousand. Yeah. Those were the leftovers of the machne benekedem who had been defeated. Vahanoflim, and those who had been killed. Meav esim elef ishshelef chod. This gives you an idea of the, of the both of the. The way that they had to show Messiah's Nefesh in the first place, which I told you is a, is a Yasod, you're always required to show Messiah's Nefesh, that's what the Vera made it clear. Misnadvim Rosheom, a mere 300 had attacked an army of 120,000 that survived, that, that had been killed, together with a further 15,000 that had been killed, so it was 135,000. That's really quite considerable odds. And would you like to be 300 attacking 135,000? Yeah? In six days, it wasn't. It was also a war against five nations. Yeah, it wasn't quite that. It was also a was also a the result of the 300 joined in later no, no doubt there was only to get them originally scared and to get them to, to scatter and then this 120,000 have been killed not only by the 300 but also by the 32,000 as I mentioned plus the people of Ephraim which makes the odds not so remarkable you know people are panicking and running away then more than the, uh, the fact there's 32,000 plus Ephraim against 120,000 that's not so, not so bad but Lamasa, there's 15,000, and these people are only 300, and they're tired out, and, and they're hungry, and you know, and never the so, so there, and there they are in this town of Kalka. Um, now, Pashtus, he goes up, as you mean, we always suggest that whenever it calls it Derech, it means that that's the name of the road, like Derech Hamelech, Derech Yamsov, Derech, whatever calls means the road, Derech, Derech Arovo, etc. So Derech Hashechni Boholim. So indeed, the map I didn't bring it, but the that Atlas map indeed has a road. Whether they invented it because they know there has to be a road, whether there's a known road, I don't know, I'm quite sure. But one way or another, they have a map where they stick a, a, a road on it. So he comes up this derech shechnevoholim. Those so people. Let me explain. If if you are a person who, if you've got a, your normal fields which you're growing, you make you set up, you make a house which is going to be there for many many years. Yeah growing your crops but if on the other hand you've got flocks of wheat or of sheep and cattle or whatever and you have to and you're on land which is not really good pasture land and you've got to go from place to place you only have tents so therefore there were as the Posik says Yoshev Oihel Umikne Oihel you had tents and Mikne and he had and with, with his cattle so, the, so these people as well we said he had an enormous number of animals so he now chases after them to Derech Hashechnei Boholim, those who live in Boholim. This is the way the road will get you to these nomads, in other words. And, it, and he went, Mikedem the Novach the Yogbar. Now, Novach and Yogbar are Jewish towns. You find these in the ones of Moshe Rabbeinu. Um, 
gave to Bnei Gog and Reuben and Menashe. So he, he, this is to the east of Nov, of Novach and Yogbo. That would be, without adding more, which Rashi's, Rashi's going to add at another point. So let's see already at this point. So Derech Eretz Kedor the Arav. Arav must mean Arabim. That is, went the 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 way and sense means in the way to the land of Kedor and Arab. Hashechnim b'midbar b'aleihem. They lived in the desert, in their tents. Sherei mikne tomid because they had their sheep and, and cattle, and they have to move over. They enjoy in b'batim, and they don't live in houses. in houses. Mikedim the nov of Yogbo shehemor Yisrael. These were Jewish towns. For what's the He didn't want to go to them. And he, he went round, he did a, um, a bypass. This way he could suddenly come to attack the enemy. That's what Rashi is giving experience. I mean, without, you could learn the Pesukim very simply, I think, that he, he's just telling you where it was. The Deresh Sheikh Nebaholim is Mikedem, the Novach, the Yogba. Rashi is putting in terms that he went he, he went, this would, these were roads on the way, and these were, sorry, towns on the way, and as he went, he, he diverted, so that there shouldn't be, uh, information given to the Midjanim that are being chased. And I carry on this posit, and he smote the Machana, that is, he attacked these 15,000, when they were relaxed, they were feeling safe, they were confident, and they were just relaxing, you can imagine them getting drunk and whatever, and suddenly they get attacked, therefore they're not mentally prepared to fight, right. and he succeeds. What happened? ran away. And he chased after those two. And he uh, captured these two, their two leaders, Zevach and Samuna, and all the uh, the army it was in scared stiff, so they didn't try to help, as it were, their, their kings. They just said, no, every, every man for himself, and nobody was looking after poor Zevach and Salmuna. Yeah. And now Gidem and Yosh came back, from the war. Now everything was, was, was finished, all four kings had been killed, not very many of the enemy remained, and they'd all been scattered. Mimale Hechoros Hechoros. Now that's actually a bit of a machlokus. Cheres is a word which we sometimes relate to the uh, sun. I don't know if you remember, we had it in relation to um, we had it in relation to um, Yeshua that they had a cheres there. Um, and um, but what does Mimale mean? I thought it could mean either one of two things. It could mean that the battle took place. And of course, normally you can only fight by day, and it's true the first time you attack them by night, they'll just scatter them. But normally you can only fight by day, and um, and therefore he did it. He had this battle when when it was the sun was still the sun was still was still up. Um, that would be a, a possibility. Some, uh, but on the Redux suggests it might be the other way around. Maybe the battle took place at night. And that's why he frightened them and scared them whenever, and, and he did it before the sun got up. One way or another, it was something that I'm hoping now we can, we've got, if we have Tehillim at the back of this, if we have, just, it might be, just, just because it's brought in Tehillim, it might be worthwhile looking at it. It's, it, it's capital Pei Gimel. It's a, very, it's a common one, which is, which, which we say in times yes. of Um Four nine two. Yeah. Yeah, which was saying Shimizbara Let's destroy the Kinas and he mentions now the ones in his time, Edo Mishmaeli Moiva Agrim Gulamalek, Vision Sutra, Osho, Asho. And then he says, Asailohem Kemidjan. Do to them as was done in Midjan. Who did it in Midjan? Gidon. 
and also Devaya mentions Kisiso Kiyovin Benachal Kishon this was done by Siso who was the general of Yov, of, of Yovin who was the um, Kanani leader Benachal Kishon Nishmedu Veindor who were that is Siso was destroyed in Eindor Hoyudom and Adomo they became like um, like the earth I mean nothing then Shisemai make Nadivema their leaders Ka'ayuayv v'chizayv those were the ones captured by Ephraim and these two now call the Sichema all their leaders. Hashemu near Sholonu es na'oyselahim. You see a bit more. It's the, 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 we're now told what was going on in the minds of these Ayuvev, Chizayev, and Zevach and Samuna. They were saying, "Let us take over. We inherit. We should. We should be the people who are controlling and having what the, the nice land of, of, of God. We should be having it." that's what you did you made you you treated them like you know, scattered them in the same way that you're our enemies which we have now yeah. good so what happens now he comes back he caught a boy from the town of Sukkos and he asked him we're not told what he asks, but it's clear from the answer. And the boy, it seems, wrote down on a piece of paper the uh, who were the, the names of the Sore Sukkas. There's the Sakenao, Shivim, the Shiva, 77 people who were the leaders of the town. So he's now got the names of the, who, are the, who are the leaders. After all, the leaders should have told everybody in Sukkas, behave yourselves. And quite the contrary, they spoke. So now he goes to the people of Sukkot. Yeah. You made a fuss about, have I got seven in my hand? Because apparently he didn't kill them straight away. He slept them with. You despise me and you laughed at me or whatever. Have you got, are they, have you got the hand of seven in your hand? we should give to your men who are tired out bread yeah. here they are have a look they're here right. and he took the elders and he took these thorns bushes or whatever now what does Vayoda mean? It's two possibilities, and I don't think that they're contradictory. We've often said this, have we not? That when a Pozak uses a word which is unusual, and it can mean Hoidem or Boidem, it probably means both Hoidem and Boidem. One shot would be Vayoda means his expression of bashing up, breaking. In fact, the Targum translates that. Vayoda means Rashi Tamukta. Look in the Targum. The Saba Alehoin. He smashed them. I mean, they were really badly, you know, badly hit as he did say. I'm going to thresh you. Thresh you. Thresh, thresh. You never realize until now. Thresh and thresh are the same words, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But another idea is he made it known. He told them clear, clearly, this is what's going to happen to anybody who doesn't help the Jewish army when the Jewish army needs to fight against the enemy and you don't help them. You're also, you deserve to get this. So it's the das as well and perhaps it went the, then the, the 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 message would have gone through to all other towns as well do you know what he did to the people of Surrey what well well they didn't join in yeah? yeah the question is only how did it work because once again we've got the same problem he comes to in Tezvov Anche Sukkos he took the Zikne Ho'ir and he hit with them the men of Sukkos so what's, what's going on here? It's not, not very clear. I would suggest what happened was that he forced the Zakanim to hit the other people. And that seems to, that's how I think the Redux was learning. He was hitting with the, he got the, rather he himself was 300 smashing up all the people of, um, of Sukkos. He forced the uh, leaders to do the, to do the dirty work. That would of course ruin their authority, wouldn't it? You never really can't really uh, respect anybody who's bashed you, <laughs> who's hit you. And then, well, they would lose all authority. And what about the elders themselves? I suppose it's taken for granted. Zichri would have he would he would have hit the uh, 
So they themselves afterwards hit the, the leaders, but the leaders were forced to hit the others. I mean, that's only a possibility. Let's see what Rashi says. I'm positive you'd give and before the sun had uh, gone down, by the Chaman he was over. By Yoda Bohem, the Tova Bohem just quotes the Rashi. So then he comes to Penuel. There's Migdal Penuel Nosots. He smashed it. He, he broke it up. That's what he said. And then something strange. For Yaharoig es Anshei Hoya, he killed all the people in the town. Now that seems a bit excessive. First of all, he didn't say he was going to do that. Yeah. And moreover. Uh, if you're going to if you're going to kill them, there's no need to take down the. the, 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 the there's nobody to flee. Uh, it's a suggestion is made that when he tried to knock it down, they rejected it. They tried to fight to preserve their migdal, so they ended up with an actual fight going on, and that's where he killed he killed everybody. But there's no. Uh, That's what the Redux says. Ulai ho yinel chomim mimai kishibor dinosam is a. I mean, it's only a speculation. Vayoyme elzeva velsamuna. He now said to these two. I mean, he brought them around just to show everybody. You see, you see. So now he spoke to them. Eifai huanoshim asher haraktem betava. And normally the word eifai means where. But. That's odd because if you say, oh, "Where are the people you killed?" and was asking for, "Where are the bodies?" But the answer then won't work. It seems therefore more likely that here's the word "afoi" doesn't mean where, but who. Who are the people? If you look at the Mitzurasian "afoi," "aye pai," what's the me meitonu doimelatam? Who, who here is, looks like them? Obviously, so what we've got is a situation where either there were bodies, but you could no longer recognize them. They'd been left unburied for a period of time. Or the, the, they knew that the people had been buried, and they saw maybe, you know, they could see that there was graves, but they didn't know who the people were. And they were asking, who are these people? What do they look like? One way or another, he's saying. And they say, Why it's so important. Sorry? Why it's important to know? To know who they were? Yeah, who or they may, were I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I was beginning to say because of, we'll see it has a significance to him. To him? To him personally. But, he, but, um, but, uh, I was thinking for a moment from, from Armonas. To where to be, to be I'm not sure you could do this. I mean, you can uh, go in with Messiah for Fitumai. You are, you are, you are Matthew, his, his wife to remarry if, she, if he says you, the person is dead. But this is this and was this is not really Fitumai. No, I, I think it's just what you're, you're going to see in the next few sentences why it's relevant to him. So he said to them, "Who who are these people who you killed, Batava?" Now, one shot is, may you be become like them. I want you. Just hope you die like them. But he won't fit in very well with the answer, with the rest of the statement. Nor would I think. Well, I suppose sometimes people who know they're going to be killed show a bit of resistance. Maybe. A more simple shot is, they are look look a bit like you. You know, they, they, they were people who looked a bit similar to you. Echod could say and one of them looks like one of your boys who there, because Yersh, as we see, came to, Gideon, as we see, came together with his, at least one son, and probably the rest of his children. So therefore, they're, they're saying, you know, and one of them looks like that boy there. Hmm. And that one. Vayoma, and he said, Achai bene imi heim. These are my, these are my brothers. The sons of my mother. Chai Hashem, lu hechiyisem oisam. If only you'd let them live, lo horakti Hashem, I wouldn't kill you. But now I'm going to kill you. That is, a, and that explains maybe he's wondering what had happened to his brother, to his brothers, and now they were confirming that these were the these are people who, who they killed. Not clear when this took place. Did it actually happen in the battle? Um, but then Tova was more north. They would have gone all towards, they were fleeing towards the east. They're not going to climb up the Hartova. 
they would have gone they would have gone along the, um, the valley to the to the Yarden. So it may be there was a previous event which we haven't been told about. There seems some suggestion there was a long time this this process had taken some some years. And maybe he was originally told to make a revolt, and he got the people together, but they made some revolt at that originally, and his brothers were killed, and nevertheless. And that's why he keeps on asking for more tests of the Rebbeinu Shalom, because things aren't working out very well. One way or another, see what she says, so now what happens? So Gideon says to his older son, Kill them! But he doesn't even take his, his sword out of the scabbard. He's afraid. He's still young. He doesn't find himself able to kill to kill people, these, uh, these look probably look some great big goyim or whatever, basically. So they say together, Kum Ato, you get up, Ufugabonu, and kill us. Kiko Ishkavuoso. When a man is, a, when you're a man, you've got strength. Okay. Meaning, we don't really want this boy hitting us and trying to kill us, because he'll make a, a messy job of it, yeah? You know, you, you want you want to be killed clean, simply and clearly. You don't really don't want to be have a lingering death, of when a person hasn't killed you and you just sort of die over a period of time. So he said, just just do it, do the job, do the job well. Vayokam Gideon, he got up. Vayahara Gezeves Hamuna Vayikach Es Hasaharonim Asher Betzavrei Gemaleim. Now, we can translate the last words, the necks of their camels, but saharonim is a difficult word to translate, it's not to be found often. Some associate it with the word sahar, which is sierra, which is the moon. That is, we're going to see later on there, it's a form of yishmaelim, and yishmaelim to this day have the red crescent, don't they? They have the crescent of the moon, yeah? So it may be that they had as a badge whether for luck or Vodazor or whatever, they had a sort of a, of a thing stuck around their, their, their camels. Yep. And he took them off. We're going to see afterwards what he does with them. The people of Yisrael say to Gideon, Mashal Bono, you, you, you've succeeded, you've killed off all of me, John him. You should be our leader. You be the king, a king or leader, or whatever. Gamato, Gambincha, Gambembincha, and even to make it hereditary. Yeah, it's beginning to sound like North Korea. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you and your son and your grandson. Kiyoshatonu, Miyad Midian, you've saved us from the, from the hands of Midian. I'm not going to lead, become your leader, your king. Not my son. Hashem, Yimshal Bachem, Hashem shall be your leader. He's a tzaddik. Yeah. He's a tzaddik. He's offered the job to be the leader. I mean, you could have thought he'd take it for one year, for his lifetime, because there's nothing, there's nothing wrong. This seems the Issa is only if you make it hereditary. But just becoming a leader for once, what he could have done? No. Vayom Aleim Gideon, but what he says to them is, I'm going to ask you something. I'm not even going to order you to do it. I'm just going to ask. Usunuli, give to me ish each man Nezem one Nezem Shalolo from the from the um, booty. Kinizme Zohov Lohem because they had these um, nose rings. These nose rings and some yeah, we assume it's all sticking out there from the nose at the bottom or I don't think it could be something it covers the nose. because they're Yishmaelim. Now that's interesting. We're now told that the Midjanim are Yishmaelim. Is he Kimse Tazaman? Now, Lulei Divei Radak, or whatever, is it due to Rashi as well? No, the Russians say Radak. I would have given a, a very simple, a very simple shot. After Avom Ovinu begged for Yishmoel, and Kodesh Baruch Hu said, oh, yeah, I'm going to make him big. Yes, Shneimos and Asim Yodin, and we have a great, a great nation. So the Ishmaelim were going to become a great nation. That's what Avom Ovinu had promised. 
So there's no reason why these Midyonim shouldn't be one of the species, one of the tribes of Yishmael. In the same way we have Reuben, Shimon, Leila, Yehuda, all the Bnei What, sorry? Yishmael had 12 tribes as well. Yes, one of the 12 tribes. Shnevas and Asim, Yadid. So you'd be all these different, and be one of them, and that would be very simple, that they are indeed Yishmaelim, Einiklachah of Yishmael, that's why they're called Yishmaelim, and that's why they've got the customs of having these nose rings or whatever, which is a Yishmaeli thing, and why they've got a crescent, which is, which is the, an Araba Zachan, it all fits in very well. The Redak wants us to be, say something slightly different. We know that Keturah had a number of children, one of them was actually met with the name of Midian. That doesn't always mean the same. We, we, I suggested Midian may be, you know, a common name. But if you say that these were the, these Midianim were the descendant of Keturah, and if you say that Keturah was also Hogar, yeah, Hogar and Keturah was one person, in which case Yishmoel and Midian were half, were, were, were full brothers, sharing a common father, Avor, and a common mother, Hogar stroke, stroke Keturah. So in which case they weren't actually descendants, but they were brothers, and he would be the older brother, and they would have therefore habits together, yeah, and therefore they would they would took over their habit of having these uh, nose rings and whatever. my older brother, something. So he asked for anyway, one way or another, he's asking for the for one nose ring from each man. And he said, "No, so yeah, we would do it. We would definitely do it." And he spread out a some sort of garment. And each man put in a nezer. Was a hundred was golden, presumably dinrim, which is a fair sum. Levad min hashaharim v'hanatifos u'bigde ha'gomon she'ar malchei midah. Apart from this, uh, these gold rings were apart from all the other things that they had captured, which were the shaharim, which we saw around the the uh, camels. But maybe people also had these crescents on them. V'hanatifos. Those are pasha. These are things which sort of sting, which sort of pendants. Which they were, for the word not off falling down. U big day Argomon and Argomon is a purple garment. You know, where, you say about the Roman emperor, where's the purple? Because it was valuable even among the Romans to have to wear, uh, only the king could wear purple. Asher Besavigamarehem, which were on the, uh, sorry, I was going to say, Sha'al Malche Midjan, or the Vad Minhanokas, and apart from these, um, neck, this is the, um, something that goes around your neck. Asher Batsavega Malem, which is in the necks of the, uh, necklaces around the, their camels. So apart from the other thing, they stuck with the necklaces as well. So in other words, he gets got in a number of gold, Vayas, and also he has these garments, which he got from the kings. Vayas, Osegidain, Laephoid. And he made an aphoid. I'll talk about this in a moment. And he, having made this ephod, because we're talking about the ephod of the Kain Goggle, yes? It's a garment, it's a sort of a garment of time. So that, therefore there he needed the Argomon. He took the Argomon to make it some sort of garment. We've had ephod before, you remember David Amerif, ephod bud. We had a suggestion that ephod was indeed something which you would use even if you didn't have the Urim Vatumim. Because the Urim Vatumim themselves go on the ephod. Yeah. But even a plain aphoid was used by people when they wanted to get Ruach HaKadosh or whatever, it somehow helped them. I, we, we didn't understand, we, we only said Azoizus, yeah? I mean, we don't understand the Uvatumin, so we don't understand the aphoid either. But it seems to be something which would be worn by Kovadic people, they would be wearing, we saw 80 people wearing the aphoid. Yeah? It's, it's a mark of, of, of greatness you have the aphoid. So Alamar said he made just this garment. Which presumably the gold on, the gold to get on, on inlaid in it, so it, on top of the, the Argomon. And he put it in offer. Why did he do it? He obviously did it as a mark to tell everybody, look what success we had! You know, we got all this gold, and these only came from the Nezem. Yeah? And you know, this came from the kings, Zebach, as soon as everyone, everyone come along and say, wash this, dad. 
And you'll tell you, well, this came from Zedach and Samuna. Yeah, and also Zayv and Kizayv. Yeah, well, and the whole story gets told over when people see these, you know, to this day we always have a, you have this sort of um, statues made, which is to remind people, or these plaques and you some in, totally unimportant person lived there. What do I care? And even in any of the Sherlock Holmes, had he existed, did live in Baker Street, Mamela Voss, <laughs> so what? <laughs> you remember Sherlock Holmes. But here you'll remember, you'll remember Gideon, you'll remember the war. That's the idea. Unfortunately, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, many things are made good and come to, to trouble. Eventually they became, they may treat it as an Avedazar. <coughs> was for Gideon. Not Gideon personally, but it means his family started serving it as an Avedazar. Yeah. Anyway, let's finish off on a nice point, uh, a bit more, and then we'll go back to see Rashi. Now, Midian was humbled in front of Israel. <laughs> they never again lifted up their heads. They never came along and attacked. That was the end of them. So we've been saved permanently. Vatishka to Ares, Aboim Shona, Yimei Gidon, and there was peace of 40 years. Once again, the same problem. Does it actually mean a total of 40 years after? Or does it mean 40 years, including the unfortunately bad years, when they were giving us trouble? And the total period was 40 years. Remember, that depends on how you're going to work out timings. If you, if you want to say each, each, not each, Shafer lived after the other one. Then you've got to say that the bad years was in, 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 included in the good years, in the in the period of time were given. If not, if you say they were concurrent, then you won't have the problem. Uh, let's see the Rashi here. Forty years did not include the seven years of oppression. It, sorry, Rashi says that the forty years. Did not include the seven years. Well, around the neck. The Kalila something which goes down. A pendant. This would be a memory. See how great they were. I mean, they were covered. From even that, presumably not everybody had a, a, a nezem, only the rich. So Rashi says what? That these 40 years did not include the 7 years of oppression. Who says that? It's not Rashi. Um, if you look at... It says below 1126, which is... Mm. Um, if you look at the Metsudas, Al Boim that's how he's going to 40 years including the seven the, yeah. the bad years because I, I say it's this question of his numbers mm. and it's just how that's the, the more posh of child is that 40 years of, and the more simple translation is yeah they're 40 40, 40 good years and, but then you have to say the safety were concurrent with each other good right yeah. unfortunate story coming next yeah well we always get unfortunate stories aren't we yeah. a very unfortunate story Brothers killing brothers. Ah. Yidden killing Yidden. Yeah.